Welcome to B2B Writing Success, the podcast on building a thriving business as a business-to-business writer or copywriter. B2B Writing Success is brought to you by American Writers and Artists, Inc. Now here's your host, copywriting expert and business coach, Steve Slonwhite. Hello, B2B writers and copywriters. Hope you had a great week with your business. Welcome to the podcast brought to you by B2B Writing Success. I'm Steve Slonwhite. And in this edition, we're going to talk about a we're going to talk about goal setting and actually a subtopic of goal setting because I'm recording this podcast in December and whether you're listening to it this month or next month in January in the new year or maybe any time of year, you may be thinking about setting goals, setting goals and achieving goals for your business. It's very important to do that. So I want to talk about that a little bit and particularly a subcategory of setting goals, which I call setting project goals. Now, I've spoken about this before in previous podcasts. There are basically two types of goals that you can set for your business. There are outcome goals and there are project goals. Now, that's my terminology for this. Social scientists, goal-setting gurus, they may have other words for this, but I call it outcome goals and project goals. And let me just give you an example to illustrate what this means. Let's say, for example, you had a goal of running a marathon. And not just running a marathon, but running a marathon and finishing the race in the top third of your age group. Wow, that's quite a goal. That's a, that's a, a very lofty goal if you're someone like me and, uh, you know, it's not a very fast runner. <laughs> but Imagine if you had a goal like that. That is an outcome goal. And the outcome goals are very inspiring. You can just see yourself running across that finish line and looking on the the score screen and seeing that you're in the top third of runners and you got a high five and you've made it. It's a big accomplishment. Okay. That's an outcome goal. Very inspiring. One of the problems with outcome goals, however, is that you don't have a lot of control over whether you achieve it or not. You do have control. You can work your way up to it. You can train. You can, you can, you know, pump yourself up. You can be conditioned and ready to run. You can read books on marathons and strategy and things like. There's things you can do leading up to it, but ultimately, ultimately, when you're running that race, there are so many other variables that you may not make it. I mean, you could be sick that day. Okay, uh, there could be faster runners that day. Who knows? So many other factors. You really can't guarantee you can achieve that goal. It's aspirational. It's exciting. It gets you inspired and motivated. Just the thought of it. And you should set outcome goals. You should. They're very important. Just keep in mind that you don't have 100% control over whether you achieve them or not. The other type of goal is a project goal. And to use my marathon analogy, uh, a project goal might be to complete a 15-week marathon training program. Okay, that's a project goal. And that actually might help you reach your outcome goal of finishing in the top third in your age category, finishing a marathon. Okay, that's an outcome goal. But your, a project goal might be complete a 15-week training program. Now, you are in almost full control of that. You can find a training program. I'm sure you can. You can find one that's suitable for you and your level of conditioning, your experience as a runner, and so forth. You can work that training program every week. You can go through those 15 weeks. You have so much control over it that you can complete that 
project, that project goal of finishing a 15-week training program. That is so achievable. You can do that. You have a lot of control over that. That's why you should not only set outcome goals, but also set project goals because you have so much control over project goals. One of the problems with project goals is that they're not as inspiring as outcome goals. I mean, finishing the top third in a marathon, that's, that's inspiring. That's visionary. That gets you excited. Uh, finishing a 15-week training program. Hmm. It <laughs> doesn't seem as, ins as inspiring, does it? You know, I think it's inspiring, but it, that's one of the difficulties with project goals is they don't get you as pumped up and excited as a outcome goal. That's why when you set goals, you should have a mix. Outcome goals, project goals. Let me give you an example. Let's say that you had a goal of the first six, first six months of 2019, you are going to land five new clients. That's an outcome goal, five new clients, okay? Now, you can do a lot to achieve that, but let's face it, it's possible to do everything right in six months, to work hard, and for any number of reasons, you may not get five new clients. Just the law of probability, maybe things might happen, who knows? But if you set a goal for yourself, a project goal of to finish and get my website up and running by February 15th, okay, that's going to help you get clients. That's a project goal. You have a lot of control over that. You can do that. You can, that's achievable. Project goals are eminently achievable. Okay, that's why you need to set a mix of goals, outcome goals and project goals. And sometimes your project goals are project goals you set that's going to contribute to you reaching your outcome goals. So I hope I made that clear. But what I want to talk about in this podcast is this issue with project goals. And that is project goals tend not to be as inspiring. And yet they're really important. Can you imagine if you're, you had an outcome goal of landing five new clients in the first six months next year, but you didn't get your website up? Okay, you're going to have a lot, of a lot of trouble achieving your outcome goal if you didn't achieve your project goal of getting your website up. Okay. Project goals tend to be not as exciting, okay? So what you can do is to, is to um, use some techniques I'm going to show you right now to make your project goals more exciting, okay? Make your project goals more motivating. And I have five tips for you that I've used over the years because I'm a big fan of project goals. I'm a huge fan. In fact, sometimes I don't even set outcome goals. I just set project goals because I love the idea of having control, achieving something, you know, of, uh, of, of achieving something that's, that's meaningful, okay, which is uh, all about, which is what project goals are all about. Now, let me give you five strategies for making your project goals inspiring, motivating, and exciting so you get into it and you achieve it. So the first one is... And I'm, by the way, this first tip, I'm going to sound a little bit like Tony Robbins here. Forgive me. The first one is to understand your why. To understand your why. Why are you setting this project goal? Why do you want to achieve this project goal? Why do you want to set up your website by February 15th, 2019? Why do you want to launch your website? Why do you want to do that? What's your big why? 
And, the, and answer those questions. Really think about this. This is more important than you might think. Your big why might be, uh, you might start by saying, okay, I need a website to get clients. Okay, why is that important? Well, getting clients means that I'll have work and money coming in. Why is that important? It means freedom. It means if I get enough money coming in through my freelance copywriting business, I can quit my, quit my day job or I can do this full time or whatever your goal might be. So you want to keep asking that question, why, 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 and come up with your big why. And your big why for your website might be because when, when I get my website up, I'm one big step closer to freedom. Freedom to be a writer and make a living as a writer. Maybe that's your big why. Big whys are great if they're emotional like that. If they have an emotional component. Okay? you got to find your big why when you have a project goal. Because if you don't, it's going to be very difficult. It's going to be drudgery to try to complete that project. You know, there's nothing more demotivating than having a project goal and not knowing why you're going to do that project. Not having a big why. It's very demotivating. Uh, you'll just look at that project and it'll just seem like a bunch of work you have to do. Seem like a bunch of tasks you have to complete. Uh, it'll feel just like work. Like something that you have to do, that you must do for your business, but... This is what I got to do. I hate doing this website project. It's a pain in the butt. And I can't wait till I get this thing done and over with and behind me. You know, when you have that attitude, when you've lost your vision of your big why, then it just becomes very difficult to complete that project. And even if you do complete it, uh, you'll feel uh, you may not do your best work. Okay. So you got to know your big why. So when you set a project goal, whatever that goal is, think about what your big why is. Okay? Think about that. Decide what that is. Your big why will fuel you. It will uh, inspire you to keep going. Because project goals are action-oriented. By necessity, they require work for you to do. Things you got to do. <laughs> okay? So understand your big why will get you uh, motivated. That's tip number one. Tip number two is visualize the end. Visualize the completed project. You know, hold that vision in your head. What is it going to look like when you have your website finished? Okay, what, what's, what's it going to look like? Can you imagine logging in online, typing in your URL, and there's your fantastic website promoting your copywriting services and there's great information on there about you and your capabilities and you have a place you can point clients to that are interested in your services. What does that feel like? What does that look like? Okay, visualize the end product. Keep the end product front of mind because that in itself, that finished thing, that finished project, that in itself is very, very motivating. I remember years and years ago, at the very early days of my business, email marketing was just starting to emerge as a marketing channel. And I wanted to jump in on this. So I decided to write an ebook. It was actually a 60, 70 page ebook called 101 Writing Tips for Successful Email Marketing. It was one of the first ever written. And I was going to use that to promote my business, to promote my email copywriting services. And I remember writing this thing. And as I got into it, 
and writing page after page, I was becoming more and more motivated because I could visualize the finished product. I could visualize the nice cover, all the pages, my name on the cover. Keep in mind that I was writing this before I had written a book <laughs> or written anything else that, that's, 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 that was that long, you know, 60 pages. So, you know, the idea of, of creating something like that, writing something like that and publishing it, having my name on the cover was very motivating. So I kept that image in my, in my head. I visualized that end product, that finished ebook, and and how proud I was going to be when it was done and how I was going to use that in my marketing, get more email copywriting work, and on and on it goes. So visualize the end product. Visualize it finished. Really get a clear picture of what that looks like. Uh, that'll motivate you. That's uh, tip number two. Tip number three and you might find this one interesting, is when you start a project goal, decide how, uh, how you're going to have fun. Okay, decide how you're going to have fun. Uh, one of the things about project goals is that it's very easy to look at a project goal, break it down into all the tasks you have to do, and then it seems like a lot of work. It seems like a drudgery. You, you see this checklist of things you got to do, and you think, oh, boy, I, this is... This is a big project. This is a lot of work. I got to work on this every day. Uh, that doesn't sound like too much fun. So you got to decide how you're going to have fun. One of the things I do is I focus on those areas, those aspects of a project that I really enjoy, that I do have fun with. Okay. Uh, for example, web, a website project. I remember when I was uh, getting my last website, my latest website up and running, I was working with a design firm. One of the things I love to do is I love to sketch out what the website's going to look like in advance, like what the navigation bar is going to be and, and uh, where my picture's going to go and how my portfolio's going to work and, you know, and how the pages are going to be laid out. Just very, very rough sketch, even though I, I, I can't draw worth beans. Uh, I use this to collaborate with the graphic designer, and I really like that process. I like that, that step in, in the project of kind of sketching out what the whole thing's going to look like. So that's, that's how I have fun. So I focus, okay, I'm going to do that. I'm going to look forward to that. That's one way I'm going to have fun. Okay, you got to decide how you're going to have fun. Maybe it's, maybe it's working on the project in a different environment. Maybe it's working on the project at a coffee shop rather than at the kitchen table or something like that. Maybe that's going to be the fun aspect of it. Maybe it's working with other people. Who knows? Maybe it's a certain aspect of the project that you're going to focus on that's fun for you. Whatever it is, you got to decide how you're going to have fun, okay? Because um, if you don't feel like you're having fun with the project, then it's just work. And yeah, you may be visualizing the end product, and yeah, you have a big why, but if, you do, if it feels just like work and there's no fun in it for you because you haven't found the fun, <laughs> okay, then, you know, it's going to be harder for you to keep going. Tip number four, have a deadline. Have a deadline. Deadlines work really well with project goals. Sometimes, by the way, headlines don't work so well with outcome goals because they can be very frustrating and disappointing. If you have a goal of finding five new clients in four months and you only found four, you kind of failed, right? <laughs> you didn't reach your goal, but you did find four clients. So that's the thing with setting a deadline for outcome goals is that it's easy to get frustrated and demotivated. But with project goals, deadlines are very motivating because you have so much control over getting the project done. You definitely can get the project done by a deadline you set. 
unless there's some extraordinary circumstances or reasons why you can't. So set a deadline that really, really, really motivates you. Uh, you should have a deadline for all your project goals. It should be a hard deadline. You need to circle that on the calendar, put it in big letters. Don't give yourself any wiggle room. That is a hard deadline. It's got to be done by that date, and that'll motivate you. And the final tip, and I get this from Barbara Shear. If you ever read any of her stuff, uh, any of her books, um, she's, she's into how to achieve goals in this very authentic, genuine, organic way. And one of the things she says is if you have a project, put your heart into it and don't ask for your heart back until the project is done. In other words, make the project a passion project for yourself. Turn it into a passion project. Put your heart into it. Now, I know that sounds very motivational. Turn it into a, quote, passion project. You know, can you turn a website into a project into a passion project? Well, you know, if it's really important for you and you know your big why, it's not that difficult to really put your heart into it and say, okay, this, is, this project's really special for me. This is something I want to do well on. This is an important project for me. It's very meaningful for me. I'm going to put my heart and soul into it, and I, I'm going to keep my heart and soul into it until, uh, until the project is, is done. And that way I have something that I'm really proud of. In fact, I don't work on that many projects, or at least I don't set project goals, where I can't put my heart into it where it's just something I have to do. And let's face it, in the real world of business, there are things that you have to do, okay, that you don't really put your heart into, but you got to do it. Bookkeeping, for me, is something I don't put my heart into it, but i got to do it. But if you're going to set a goal, a project goal, you want to set a project goal that you can, that you can, it can become a passion project, that you can put your heart and soul into it. And if you do that, then uh, your project goal is going to be that much more motivating. So let me do a quick review. How to, how to turn your project goals into inspirational goals, make them more inspiring and motivating for you. Number one, you've got to know your big why. Number two, visualize the end. Visualize the, the end of the project, what the project look like, looks like when it's finished. Number three, decide how you're going to have fun. Number four, make sure you have a deadline, a hard drop-dead deadline. And number five, make it a passion project. Put your heart into it. And if you do that, then you're going to find, you're going to achieve more project goals. And you're going to, and those projects are going to uh, be much more motivating and inspiring for you. So that's this week B2B Writing Success. I hope you found it helpful. I'm Steve Slomwhite, and I look forward to chatting with you again next week. Good luck with your goals. We hope you enjoyed this edition of B2B Writing Success with Steve Slonwhite. For more tips on building a thriving B2B writing business, visit www.b2bwritingsuccess.com.